I'm David. I'm Mitchell. And this is All Things Random. There we go. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. After like <laughs> after like a month of not having our show. Yeah. Welcome to our show again. Because <laughs> things just kept kept getting pushed back and Yeah. You know. Things happen, uh, vacations get gone 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 on. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I went to the uh I went to the dentist uh what's today? Wednesday. So yep. yesterday or was it Monday? I can't even remember. I went to the no, I went to the dentist on Monday and oh my gosh, dude, it hurts so bad afterwards. <laughs> oh no, wait, what did like the just the cleaning like oh, oh yeah okay like i hadn't been in a year yeah i didn't re- like i didn't realize until i had till i called to say you know my name is david spot i was hoping to play i was hoping to set up a just general cleaning and the lady looked at the records and was like yeah it's been more than a year since you've been here let's try to get that squared away and i was like okay <laughs> so <laughs> And, okay, and I had called her a while ago. I had called somebody in the office a while ago to say, hey, I need a dentist appointment. And they said, well, uh, right now the earliest, we're pretty booked. So right now the earliest we could do is August 29th. But we'll put, I'll put you on the cancellation list in case somebody else calls and cancels their appointment. We can move you up. I said, okay. I get a random phone call and I go, hello. And she goes, hello, this is so-and-so with Dr. Moon's office. Um, and I was, and she, she had an appointment at, for 8:30 on Monday, and I real, and I was like, I work at two, that's fine. So I went to an eight, I went to my 8:30 appointment, and because I hadn't been in so long, I guess I, I guess I had a little bit of extra gunk on my mm. teeth than usual. So they had to kind of work really hard to scrape off the rest of it. I'm telling, I don't usually walk away feeling like something's missing for my dentist appointment but this time I felt like stuff was missing I was like like I'm like why do my teeth feel emptier all of a sudden oh man because I had extra gun caked on you know you just got used to it that it was just like there I guess I just got so used to it not being there or it being there that all of a sudden it's not there and I'm like my teeth feel weird and it (laughs) hurt really bad something still hurts on the bottom of my mouth to be honest I don't know what's going on but I, I walked away and I was I went I drove away and I kept thinking the whole car ride home I was like should I take ibuprofen or something because my teeth are killing. Yeah, I've been to the dentist and I don't remember the last time I was there, but it's definitely been more than six months. It was not. So I do hard. need to make an appointment, but also I don't really want to because like now I have my own dental insurance plan, so I have to like make my own appointment with my own like insurance. So it'll be like. Aren't you being super adulty? <laughs> Well, I no, I'm not because I'm putting it off because I don't want to do it. <laughs> but once I do, I'll be really adulting, like right, extra adulting. Well, not extra. There you go. That's that's regular amount of adulting, but like I haven't done it yet, so I will. <laughs> well, then when I when I walked into the office, uh, the lady was asking if I, you know, she just kind of quickly was like, "Oh, you're still on your dad's insurance," and I was like, "Yep." <laughs> She's like, "I'll ride that way until you can, at least." you're 26 right i was like yeah i'm right yeah. that way as long <laughs> as i can because i'm not worried about that right now yeah <laughs> i'm not worried about it at all <laughs> <laughs> um, uh so how was your uh trip it was good uh so we went to uh, gatlinburg tennessee which was nice because like it wasn't like super crowded or busy or anything like that with all the crap going on 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent a lot of days like going on hikes and stuff, like out in the woods in uh, Tennessee, like which is really cool. Uh, so you're basically like going uphill the entire time, like pretty darn steep hills. Like it was like you go on like a maybe six mile hike, and it feels like you just went on a twenty mile hike, just because of how much you're going up and down and up and down, right? Like, mostly up. And somehow when you go back down, you're still going up most of the way, it feels like. It's really dumb. <laughs> I don't get it. But you it was good. It was going, fun. You, you know, we are going down, right? I promise. Yeah. Right. It's like the, the stories like way. our parents say. I was like, you know, when I to school, I went uphill to school and I went uphill on the way back. Like, okay, like, that's dumb. But like, now that I went and hiked it, I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense, you, but like, it actually that, does. Have you seen that meme where it's like, uh, it's a picture of these two, like like a boy and a girl in like a parka and it's snowing and they're like, you know, they're, it looks like they're battling the wind and it says what your grandparents made it sound like going to school. Oh, yeah, like. I did see that. Kids <laughs> <laughs> in the parka, like, you know, yeah. hiking through the snow. <laughs> I mean, like, to be to be fair, like our generation, maybe not me specifically, but like our generation will be able to say like, oh, yeah, our parents said they hiked to hike, had to hike through like five miles of snow. We can say we had to go through a freaking pandemic, a global pandemic, when we went right. to school. I, no, keep I, telling, can't, I can't right, say that because I, I graduated right before, but whatever. I keep telling, I keep making the joke that, you know, when when Miranda and I finally have kids, it's going to be like, mommy and daddy got married in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Beat that. Bet nobody else can say that, or at least not for a while. Right. You remember all those tweets that were like going through the list of like, bad like big bad things that happen in the world in the tens leading up to uh like something happened in 2010 and then 2020 and it was dot 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 and that was oh. like back in january and then the whole covid thing happened and yeah. then it was like oh, i knew something was gonna <laughs> i knew something bad was gonna happen yeah well i read somewhere that like in um one of the terminator movies i don't know which one but like in one of them judgment day like the day that skynet takes over happens in august 2020 Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like August 29th or something. Oh, I don't no. know what Terminator movie it is. It's not one or two because it was happening in like 1997 or whatever. But like, it's one of the newerish Terminator movies that says like Judgment mm-hmm. Day is August 2020. So that's fun. Get ready for that. Get ready for the robot apocalypse, my friend. Although at this or point, like, uh, I wouldn't really, <laughs> it wouldn't even make a difference. <laughs> or like when Back to the Future talked about uh, October of 2015. Yeah, October 26, 2015. 26, 2015. And then the he's like, oh, man, I wish I had bet on the Cubbies. And then, you know, World, yeah. world Champs. And then the next year they won the World Series. It was like, hey, you were this close. One year off. Like, I mean, like, I have never rooted for the Cubs in my life. And I never will again. But that was the one time where, like, I kind of secretly wanted the Cubs to win. Was it 2015? Right, yeah. Uh, world yeah. Series. 2016. And, yeah. and then one 2016, of course. And I was like, all right, I'll give it to them. They haven't won in 100 years. You know. 108 good, years, yeah, I think. Good job. Hit them on the head. <laughs> right. <laughs> 108 years, I think. Yeah. Good. Well, because I, yeah, I was up in Naperville when that happened. I was actually on right, the right, air right. like this, like late at night, because it was my shift that I had. And uh, a friend of mine and another girl who both worked at the station were watching the same TV that I was, but I was more focused on the radio stuff. All of a sudden, they bust in the door, hijack my news segment, and they are so excited that the Cubs just won the World Series. That's I will classic. never, I will never ever forget that. It was so funny. I look back on, I'm like, wow, they really interrupted my segment. 
That's so pure though. Like it, like it's so funny. It's it's such a good way. And so and so yeah. like when I was there, you know, I was like, okay, I kind of get the whole. I I kind of get the hype. This is pretty fun. Yeah. And then you know, I I transferred down to Edwardsville, and I you know I was near St. Louis, and I heard about people being Cardinals fans, and I went to a few Cardinals games, and I was like, yes, I'm more solidified as a Cardinals fan. Nice. I don't have to. I don't have to hide it because I was always kind of low key, like mm, the Cubs still suck. I'm gonna root for the Cardinals. <laughs> Your closet Cardinals fan. <laughs> low key, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna root for the Cardinals because the Cubs still suck. <laughs> and then, so I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Came down to St. Louis, bonafide Cardinals fan, not ashamed of it. Let's go. Heck yeah. <laughs> go cards, or as the St. Louisans say, cards. Cards, like like worse. Highway, highway, washing machine. Yeah, I felt that same kind of way that those guys did um, when the Blues won the Stanley Cup last year. Or was it last year or was it the year before? Whatever. Was it last year? Uh, 2019? I think it – I feel like it, it was had to have been, than. right? Well, because – some That's No, summer. because wasn't That's it the summer. year after that that the Capitals won? I don't know. I'm going to look it up because it's – I think it was, it was the like, Blues and – or was it the Capitals and then the Blues? I feel like it was 2019. I just remember the cat. I just remember the blue. It was big because it was the first one the Blues ever won, and it was like yep. the first win in like fifty years or something. Or I don't know. It was the first win like in history. Or no, it was it was it was the it was the fiftieth NHL like. Oh okay yeah. You know what's that called? The Stanley Cup. Stanley the Cup. 50, I just remember it was big because it was the first one they won, and it happened to be the fiftieth Stanley Cup. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, um, Twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's when they won. Oh yeah, because somebody posted a meme about if this pandemic keeps up, the Blues are still technically Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, always a bright yeah. side to everything, kind of. I know, right? Because <laughs> I think okay, so that's that's what it is. Is I think the year right before it was the Capitals, because I remember I remember seeing video of Ovechkin like holding the you know holding the thing and kissing mm. it and whatever and drinking beers out of it and all this crazy stuff. And then oh, yeah. the year after, it was like, come on, Blues, we got this. Woo! And then it was Gloria, Gloria, constantly on the radio. Best song of 2019, by far. <laughs> right. You know, we should just, like, play Gloria, like, all the time in 2020, so we can, like, kind of go back to the way things felt in 2019. <laughs> can we just go back to the way things were? <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, oh no, you lost me. I have no idea what you're singing. Wouldn't it be nice, Beach Boys? Oh, Beach Boys, okay. I like the Beach Boys. I haven't heard them in a while. Round, round, get around. I get around you. Get around. Woo! My dad loves the Beach Boys. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, he was born in the late 60s, so he's basically a 70s kid, but his favorite decade, my dad is my dad is quite like me. My dad is quite the anomaly. He was born in the late 60s, <laughs> technically grew up in the 70s, but the 80s was his favorite decade, and he loves the Beach Boys. Or like well, you, or like you throw on a you throw on like an 80s CD, he knows every song. Well, he would have been like a teenager, like twenties in the eighties, and so that like that makes perfect sense, I guess. Yeah, like college age, that in, kind of thing. I think he was born in sixty-eight, so in eighty-eight he would have been twenty. 
Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like... Like, that was his teenage years. That was in, like, his, like, you know, punk rock, heck yeah, phase. That was, like, pure 20, like pure 80s. I guess that. Anyways, I guess that. so, like, I, I, I understand. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in one of the pictures that we have somewhere is a family picture of my dad with my pop-up and grandma and all of his siblings, and he has... He's this, he was this adorable little kid. He had the, my dad, uh, before he went bald, uh, had black, <laughs> had black hair oh, and yeah. he had like the total like sixties mock top, like, you know, the bangs were perfectly down to here and it was just nice. all really full. Right my dad here. had a very similar, like almost like Afro kind of hair. <laughs> almost like a, almost like a bowl cut kind of like, very, okay, yeah. not a bowl cut, but like, obviously like a, like a very clear black. Very deliberate, top. like. Yeah. Is it kind of like um? There you are. You're adorable. Is it kind of like David Hasselhoff and Knight Rider, like that kind of haircut? No, I I always think of it as like, uh, um, Beatles, like before they got into drugs. Okay, I can. I can like early that. Beatles. Early Beatles. You look at black and white photos of Beatles, like from the Ed Sullivan Show, mm-hmm. when they were the first like British band to be on the Ed Sullivan Show. Yeah. That kind of like mop top. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> now he's just really bald. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've done the math. Um, I don't know if I've already told you this, but I've done the math. My dad, uh, when, when he and my mom got married, he was, uh, oh, wait, actually, hold on. I may, or, I may or may not have messed up the math. I'm going to do some quick math. So let's do. Got married in '95. He was born in '68. So my dad was 27. Oh, I guess I did have that math wrong. Okay, so my dad was 27 when he married my mom, and my mom was 22. But my dad, but my dad was already. I think he was already kind of starting to bald on their wedding day. Like by the time they had gotten married. Like the, like the pictures they have do a good job of hiding it, but like I think he was already kind of starting to go like have the have the bald spot here, you yeah. Know? So with that math, I still have several years for any potential <laughs> hair loss. I'm just, well, you're I'm not just being saying, married. If, I'm just saying that if 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 that if that math checks out, then I still got see because I was under the impression that it was less. I don't know why though. I mean, like, what if for Sabata men, it's like the act of getting married that turns you bald? So like, you only have a couple months left. <laughs> I really hope that's not the case. <laughs> I really hope the the physical act of getting married is so strong <laughs> that it outranks all of my genetics and says, "Nope, we're starting early." <laughs> I can't really hope that that doesn't happen. No, but what if it's in your genetics that when you get married? You start going bald. I really hope not. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what I would do, and I hope that that's not the case. I guess I never did that math. I don't know what my math was based on, but yeah, if he was born in '68, he got married in '95. He was only 27, so hmm. and I'm 22. Not I won't be 23 till April. So real, I mean, realistically, I might still have like five good years left of fullness back here before it all goes to heck. <laughs> like I don't know like I just have such a big head I'm afraid that I'll be one of those dudes that like when you walk around and see me it's like ooh, <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> be 
fall. <laughs> just, I'm just afraid it's not the right shape. You know, I just, I don't know. My, my dad has a good head for it, but I don't. <laughs> my dad has a solid head of hair. Like, he is, like, it's, it's turning gray, especially in his, like, beard. But, like, he still, ha- like, he, he definitely has it pretty, pretty good. So I feel like I'm, if I follow in his footsteps hair-wise, I, I should be pretty good until I'm, like, I don't know, 40-something or whatever. Maybe, maybe I'll start losing some, some volume, which would be, which would be nice, <laughs> to be honest. But who knows? Now that, now that I haven't seen them in a while, I really want to see if uh, Josh or Jonah has gotten a haircut yet. <laughs> I don't know about Josh, but I, to my knowledge, I don't think Jonah has yet. Which I find hilarious. <laughs> I, I do as well. That's... I think he's, he's very seriously considering a haircut, though. So if you want to... If you want to see it, you gotta you gotta see it soon. Either what's, I don't know how, the, but like, what's the best way to see it? Does he have an Instagram? I think Snapchat would be the best way. If you're just like asking us in a snap of your do hair. I, do I even have him on Snapchat? What's his wait? Oh, duh, I know his. I know I have him on Snapchat. <laughs> he cha- I mean, I think he changed his emoji. He changed his bitmoji to like emphasize his long hair. Because it looks pretty long <laughs> this way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what was holding him back the whole time is he just needed to grow his hair out. Holding him back from what? Nothing. I'm just, you know, how like people oh. are like, oh, all he needed was a haircut and a shave. Now he looks blah, blah, blah. Shave and a haircut. <laughs> I know, right? Shave and a haircut. Doo, doo, plop, plop. Hmm. I'm going to the Ozarks here soon. Oh, yeah? Less than a week, yeah. What for? Miranda and her family try to go every year. Uh-huh. And so I made sure to ask off work this time so that I could go. And then uh, I didn't tell you because I didn't want to jinx anything. I ended up jinxing <laughs> it anyway, but I wanted, I didn't want to tell you because I was like, oh, this that'll be a good topic for our next show whenever we get to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Miranda had suggested this company that her grandpa and one of her uncles had worked for for a while to apply for because you know they were a pretty solid company and the position that they had open was what I was looking for in terms or what I could look for in terms of like a good starting out job that kind of relates to my major and mm-hmm. so I applied <clears throat> and did the two rounds of interviews and they said, expect to hear back from us via email in the next few days. My second, my second interview was on a Friday. So I, so I was trying not to freak out like, oh, well, they weren't, they may, maybe they weren't working the weekend. And then yeah. like, still hadn't heard anything by Tuesday. So I called and I was like, yeah, this is David Spott. I was just checking in. I had my second interview on Friday, blah, blah, blah. And the guy proceeds to tell me that he's not moving forward with hiring me. Because, really? of a, because of a stupid communication error with the second inter- with the second guy that interviewed me, apparently had his facts wrong, and I and I I was very clear to tell it to say what I meant, and he still missed it, and so he miscommunicated that to his higher ups, and so then they were like, well, uh, I guess we're not going with him then, and I hmm. and. And I was like, and af, 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 I mean, after the initial like anger and frustration <laughs> subsided, I was like, seriously, 
Who has a breakdown in communication for a communications company? That's what I was about to say. Like, maybe they're not the best company to work for. <laughs> like, really? That's that's what you're gonna do to your candidates? Like, I made sure to be very clear, and he never once reiterated. He never once clarified by asking more questions or like asking the same thing and just being like, "Oh, so you mean this, right?" He never did that. And so I'm waiting, freaking out for five days, waiting for somebody from HR to email me. I never get an email. I call up, I call up the number. The first guy that interviewed me picks up and goes, "Yeah, we're not, we're not high, we're, we're not going to move forward to hire you. You can always reapply after 60 days." And as soon as he said that, I was like, "Screw you!" No, yeah, I was going to say, like, "Please don't to apply do this. again." And so I just was like, how do you have a breakdown in communications if you work for a communication company? Like, are you exactly. Are you kidding me? So I just, I was, I was mad because I also kind of got my hopes up and then I, I was a little bit, I, I tried not to be cocky and like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll get it. And, and that kind of bit me in the butt a little bit because then I was like disappointed and hurt and surprised that I didn't get it. So mm. it's like, well, what the hell? So it's- hey, I mean, if they botched communication that bad for a communication company, you're better off not working for them, in my which opinion. Is what I was, which is what I was trying to find the silver lining of. I was like, well, maybe that's a sign that I shouldn't work for them anyway if the guy can't even communicate to his higher ups what I meant. Right. But, but, I found yeah even still thing. like you got I, I understand like it's still like, <laughs> really annoying <laughs> right it's still I get really it. annoying so uh so then Miranda did some search help you know did some searching uh, along with whatever searching I was doing and she found this uh entry-level position at Enterprise car rental people okay yeah and the the thing on their website says that they're specifically looking for um like you know, college kids with like one semester to go or people that have just graduated college. Oh, nice. And like, you know, and then, you know, and then if I get hired, it's like, okay, here's what, here's basically what you do. And then, you know, you can kind of create your own path forward from that in what you do. And it's very mm -hmm. like open and flexible to like, oh, if I think I like this thing better, I can do it, you know, and there's, there's several locations. So like, you know, if if I found the one, if I found the one like near Peoria and, you know, or like if I, I have an interview tomorrow morning at nine over the phone. Wait, like really? Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. I have a phone interview tomorrow over the phone. I already said that. Phone interview. <laughs> at I have a phone interview tomorrow. over the phone tomorrow. <laughs> over the phone tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> with the, with the lady. And so I applied and then like two days later, I got, I got a email. You know, I said, thank you for your, uh, thank you for your application. We'll, you know, we'll review it. All the, basically that, you know, how every email looks the same, but thank you for your interest in applying. Yeah. We're going to look over your stuff. And if we like it, we'll contact you and like fancier words. So then like two days <laughs> later, I get an email from this lady at enterprise saying, Hey, click on this link to set up a phone interview time. And so I, I chose maybe kind of quickly, maybe kind of foolishly. I, I picked the first. I clicked the first time slot thinking like, oh, I'll do it before anybody else. But also maybe it would have been better if I had waited until later because then like I'm the, like I'm like the last person they remember, you know, yeah, the I don't first know person they remember because I went last.
I don't know. I'm sure there's some like job interview expert out there that would say one is better than the other, but I have no idea. But 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 that's the thing is, uh, the only options for and again I wanted to do it as early as possible because I wanted to be considered first. The only, yeah. the earliest option was tomorrow. It was like nine nine in each interview. Each interview takes a half hour, so the time slot for like nine nine forty. And then next, the next one wasn't until noon, but I work noon to eight tomorrow. So I was like, well, I can't do the noon one. Yeah. You know, I, I got to be leaving this apartment by 1120. I can't be taking a phone interview at noon. So I right. was like, fine, I'll just do nine and see how it goes. I mean, yeah, it, it works. And, you know, it, it works. And the other, the other, the other uh, silver lining that I was trying to find with the, with the with the with the job that I didn't get was that if I did get it, the training would have run into my trip to the Ozarks, so I would have been able to go. But now that I can't, but now that I didn't get that, and I asked, and I already I already asked off at Lowe's for it like a while back, I still yeah. get to go. Nice. And as a safety net, I applied for the full-time tools position at Lowe's too because if god forbid you know my my seasonal time is very uh, my seasonal clock is running <laughs> is ticking real fast <laughs> over here so i gotta yeah, have okay. some kind of safety net just in case you know just in case the seasonal thing doesn't work out eventually or the or this enterprise thing doesn't work out um so but I haven't, I mean, but that's, that's, that's the thing is I didn't tell anybody that I had applied for it. So tomorrow when I, uh, when I go to work, I set a reminder on my phone to tell somebody that I applied for the full-time tools position. Nice. Cause like I, I did tools when I first got there, I did it for like two months. Mm -hmm. I already know what's up. It would just be, you know, they don't have to retrain me. I don't have to relearn anything. Right. It would just be, it would, I, it's very back and forth. I, I did a few shifts as a cashier down in Glen Carbon. School got canceled. I came home, applied to East Peoria. They put me in tools and hardware. I mentioned one time that I knew cashier stuff. <laughs> My supervisor said, oh, okay, move me to cashier. And, <laughs> and I've been a cashier for two months. And now that my seasonal time may or may not be coming to an end here at some point, I got to reapply for a full-time tools position. And I got to go back to tools. <laughs> <Oof>. So <laughs> it's a whole, it's a mess. It's yeah. a mess is what it is. So, but again, I got to tell somebody that I did that because then that way they'll look at it faster. Not bad, not bad. And I'm hoping that I won't even, I'm hoping that the enterprise thing goes well so that I don't even need the full time at Lowe's. Right. Because then yeah. enterprise will say, hey, you're just the kind of guy we're looking for. You know, <laughs> come on down. I remember when I uh, was trying to get my job at um, Bone and Dawson when I'm working at now, I was still working at the theater and I basically like worked there until after I got the job at Bone and Dawson because I was working weekends at the theater just Saturday and Sunday and then I started on Monday like a Monday through Friday shift so I was working Monday through Fridays at as an engineer and then like weekends I was working at a theater and it was at that point that I finally put in my two weeks at the theater where I'm like all right 
I need to stop because I'm not going to have a single day to myself for the next <laughs> <Right>. two weeks. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I waited till the very last minute, actually after the last minute, to quit my, uh, you know, minimum wage college job. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let's let's be realistic. It's also a high school job. It, high school it is. and college minimum wage. <laughs> it is. I mean, a lot of people I worked with, yeah, they were like juniors in high school. I'm like, oh, exactly. Man. That's oh, who man. I was. That's who I was surrounded. That's a, that's who I was surrounded by at McDonald's. They're all high schoolers. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're, they're all they're all good kids, but they're all like you know kids. Like, <laughs> right. and I'm a kid well, too, but they're much younger. Kids. I know the the de- the demographic at any like retail or not retail, but like fast food places there's always it's always like a bunch of high schoolers and then it's like adults with like with no college degree possibly no yeah. not, not even a high school degree they're just trying to make ends meet there really is yeah. no in between I mean, so, somebody I like, felt, so i always felt I, weird being the in between of like i'm i can kind of relate to the high school kids but i'm not mature enough or like conservative yet enough to be like yeah, adulting. Woo! So I, I was always, I was always a weird in the middle of like, I just don't want to be in the middle. <laughs> I don't belong anywhere. I don't belong anywhere. <laughs> I'm in my own bracket, and it's lonely. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really think we're alone there in like the young twenties looking for a job kind of group. Like <laughs> a lot of people. Well, if that in. was a group, I'm in it. <laughs> you know, or like these people that are in their late twenties that seemingly have all their crap figured out i'm like how how did you do it i mean there are people in like their mid-20s and even like young 20s that seem to have their life figured out right like i'm i'm nowhere close to that (laughs) (laughs) well and you know what it is though right you know why it is that they seemingly have everything in place it's all about the money 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 yeah money money (laughs) with a with a dash of privilege (laughs) (laughs) or it's like that meme where it's like uh god making somebody a little bit of this a little bit of this and oops and he spills the whole bowl of something into a thing yeah it's always something you don't want (laughs) you mean to put in a dash but then it just the whole bowl of privilege just falls in honestly those memes are always hilarious even like it doesn't matter what they're about they're just so funny those are funny like oh yeah a little bit of compassion a little bit of love and poof, addiction to starbucks <laughs> oh man i don't know it's just all the privilege just gets filled in at the last yeah someone called me uh like quote-unquote privileged at work because for some reason there was a rumor going around at my job where like they thought i, I was really like that someone higher up was like my grandpa at my job. It's like, oh yeah, like, he like, got a job because like his grandpa is like the CEO or whatever. I'm like, no, he's no. Not. <laughs> our names aren't even our last names are even aren't aren't even the same. Come on, people. Exactly. I don't know how that really started. together. But, but yeah, someone said like maybe I'm they just saw you. They just saw you one time being really nice and conversational and buddy buddy with somebody that was just just a tad too high up the command chain and they all saw it and collectively went we don't like that guy (laughs) screw that guy he has connections to the higher ups like it's entirely possible but like i try to be nice to everyone so i guess i know (laughs) just try to be a nice guy and shake hands and be compassionate and just be conversational well not shaking hands i can't do that well not that but but (laughs) like but everybody just everybody in your whole pod or whatever was like screw that guy yeah i don't know (laughs) 
I don't know. But yeah, now like all my like my boss like it says like, hey, privilege, come over here. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> it's spread. <laughs> no. It's dumb. Super I know. Dumb. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That definitely doesn't sound fun. Actually, kind of actually kind of died away now, but like there was a time a month ago when, or a few weeks ago when. That's kind of funny. Like it's bad, but it's kind of funny. It is. It was kind of funny, even in <laughs> even in the moment. But like at the same time, I'm like, please don't catch on. Please don't catch on. Right. <laughs> please be a fad. Please be a fad. Right. Or like the other day, somebody called in to ask a question about uh, tools and hardware, and the guy on the other end, the guy that was calling, said that he was the <laughs> said he was the um, brother-in-law of the or no the the son-in-law. Of the store manager, of the manager, like, like that was his. That was his thing. Was like, oh yeah, I'm so and so. I'm Nick's son-in-law, <laughs> and mm. somebody, you know, kind of did the whole like, oh, it's his son-in-law. <laughs> like, <laughs> you take this call. It's it's his son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, and it's I mean, like, like, yeah, they always say that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I remember when I worked at the theater, there were people who would be like. There would be people who came in being like, oh, yeah, I'm friends with, like, the manager of so-and-so. And I usually just kind of believe them because I'm like, oh, okay, if they know the manager's name, they're probably friends with them. So I'm like, they probably let them in, have a free movie, I'll get them their drinks, whatever. As soon as I get it to them, they're out of my life, don't worry about it, kind of thing. <laughs> so I usually believe them when people said that. But also it, was, it wasn't really that, like, big of a deal. Like, okay, if they got some extra popcorn and they weren't the friends of the manager, whatever i don't work there anymore they can't fire me anymore so who cares <laughs> right <laughs> or Secrets like out. Uh, you know or like a few weeks ago excuse me this guy came in he kind of looked like a hitchhiker like all he like all he had was his tank top and like his jeans he was wearing like boots i think and he had this like slim backpack and a head scarf or whatever and he yeah. literally, i was outside cashiering for lawn and garden he literally walks over to the bin where we have the, you know, the the five paper bag, paper uh, lawn bags, like bundles oh, yeah. for like two bucks. He literally walks over, grabs two of them, brings them up to the counter, and he mumbles, "Can I get a piece of paper?" And I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Piece of paper, pen, quick. I don't have time." So I went, so I quickly, so I quickly gave him my pen and printed out a little thing of receipt paper, and he wrote down, <laughs> he wrote down uh the our store manager's name and uh his phone number and basically it was like this is a slip like basically it was a, like a he said i could have these for free and i was <laughs> like i wasn't gonna argue with him because he like he literally because he put i was kind of like you said like he knows the, he knows the store manager yeah they name, know their name wrote yeah. his name wrote his phone number down and mm. wrote the note on the paper saying that he took it and then later when the head cashier came to take money out of my drawer, she goes, what's this? I go, some guy walked in here and asked to write it down. And he took two things of leaf bags with him and I let him. And she was like, oh, wait, what did he look like? And I was like, uh, I was like tall, lanky, green tank top, African-American dreads underneath the cap. And she was like, yeah, that guy was in here like last week. He did the exact same thing, but with something else. Because <laughs> you know, she was like, cause she was dumbfounded that I matched that. I told I told her exactly what the guy looked like. I was like, green tank top, jeans, kind of tall and lanky, African American, dreads. She was like, yeah, you had dreads in the thing. I'm like, yeah. She goes, that guy was in here like two days ago with something else, saying that you know, um, he said that you know the the manager let him have it, and I was like, 
really hmm. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this guy comes here a lot, apparently. I was Oof. like, I'm like, what's his deal? I'm like, do you know what his deal is? Like, is he homeless? Is he a, is he a, you know, what's the, I'm an Eskimo. What, what am I thinking of? Um, uh, is he a, I don't know. He's a hitchhiker. A nomad is he a nomad is he a, is he a hitchhiker like what is it she's like i have no idea i'm like i just I, i'm like i just got hitchhiker vibes from the backpack <laughs> and she was like yeah well and and one of the other head cashiers was like yeah that guy you were telling her about i saw him the other day he was sitting over there at the bus station with like because he walked in he did the same thing but with like five metal tomato planters he just like took five tomato planters wrote a note saying that you know, he could have them and then walked to the bus station and sat there for like three hours waiting for a bus. And she was like, huh. which is kind of weird. I was like, yeah, that is a little weird. Yeah. Same guy. Does he actually like know the manager that he says he does? Supposedly. I mean, I've, like, never did you seen, ask? I've never seen our store manager interact with him, but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. That's fair. So I have no idea. But again, I wasn't going to argue with him because he seemed like he was kind of in a rush and was going to be annoyed if I said, hold on, wait, let me call somebody. He was going to be yeah. like, eh. he's going to be like, man, fuck this, never mind. And just walked out anyway. And I would have made him mad. And I would have been like, that's really weird. <laughs> Why did he do that? <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, if he only like, I mean, like if he didn't know them, he only took like what? $3 worth of stuff. Like, uh, Two things of leaf bags is like two fifty, so like maybe five plus tax. So yeah. like six bucks maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's not a huge deal, but all, but also those like those tomato cages, those are like five bucks a pop. So hmm. he took five of them. That's twenty five dollars. That's at least thirty dollars. That's a big old oof. That he can just ha that he just has for free because he knows he knows the store man or the store manager cut him a deal or something. I don't know. Who knows? But our, I don't, I'm not surprised though, because you ever just meet those people that are like so charismatic, it's overwhelming a little bit. Yeah. You're like, you're <laughs> like, oh my God, how do you have that much like good energy? Like, how is that like, like I would be scared to see him mad because I've never seen him mad. <laughs> like I've only ever seen him like, all right, sounds good. Let's do this thing. Let's get it taken care of, blah, blah, blah. But he says it all with a smile. And like it doesn't help that he like he's a great guy, he's a nice guy, but it doesn't help that he's like super tall. So it's like he's already I'm all I'm already kind of scared of him because he's already like a little bit imposing. But then he just has yeah. Like, and you're you're really you're a pretty tall guy. <laughs> I'm pretty tall. I'm pretty tall, but like he's like tall, and so I'm like I'm like you know I'm like looking up at him when I'm talking, and it's just so like it's 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 just like overwhelmingly like how do you have this much charisma, you know? And yeah. just be like, but like, be so nice about it, you know, just like, what? <laughs> it, and he already, I mean, he already scares me with just his height alone, but then you add in his personality and it's like, do you ever stop? Like, do you, you know, do you just, do you, do you sleep <laughs> at night? Like literally, like, do you physically have the ability to fall asleep or just turn off your charm for one second? Like, do you walk in the house and your kid does something dumb? Like, do you yell at your kid? Or do you be like, you know, now so it's or just like, I don't know why Travis jumped in my mind. Now Travis, <laughs> what did we talk about? <laughs> he just, 
just a, he just I don't know he's just it's just a very overwhelming like aura you know and you're like I see I could see how you got to be store manager I understand you just have that <laughs> he just has that energy about him and you're like how <laughs> I, don't like, know, I wish I had a fifth of the drive you have like no wonder that's how you get to be yeah that's how you get to be a manager no, you just no wonder have you're that, the, no, no wonder you're gift. the head store manager like, gotta have the gift i guess <laughs> but i just <laughs> like how do you do that yeah like what was it like uh i think at one point it came up like at newman that like Lucy's just such like a, a a shiny and bubbly person that like lit- if I literally saw her in any other emotion I would be like what <laughs> <laughs> the matrix in my brain would be broken because I'd be like Lucy's sad <laughs> or Lucy's mad or like you know yeah it's very difficult she's to just, I, I just never I never see that side of her because she's always just so like happy and bubbly and you know huggy and oh my god so great to see you you look adorable wow. all the time and, you, and i'm like how <laughs> you know mm. that's lucy she's got the gift of hospitality i guess or what's it what's that called like uh, charism that's what it is charism of hospitality mm. well <laughs> well you know the the funny thing is is like I mean, you think about like the South has the reputation of being of like, you know, Southern hospitality, but also they're like super racist. Well, not all of them. Or a lot of parts, a lot of parts are like super racist. (laughs) It's just a weird like, or like, uh, uh, you know, Aziz Ansari from Parks and Rec. Who? He plays Tom. Oh, okay. Tom Haverford. I never knew the actor's name, sorry. Rena Swag. Yeah. he does he does stand up and in one of his specials he talks about you know that he because he's like he's like he's like i'm from the south and you know they have this weird they have this weird dynamic of southern hospitality but also being super racist so it's like a bunch of a bunch of black people just moved in the neighborhood i gotta go make a casserole (laughs) (laughs) is he actually from the south because i remember in the show he's from like south South carolina south carolina yeah really like the actor is yeah that's hilarious i didn't know that i thought it was just like a character thing no like he is from south carolina that's funny yeah his parent i think and what and i think in that same special he talks about how like you know his parents are parents are indian and they were that whole like you know um you know they 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 knew each other for like not even a week before they had their arranged marriage and then they made it work and had three kids and moved to the u.s and whatever and wow you know, so they settled in South Carolina. So. Cool. Tom Haverford, Venezuela CEO. Man, that is such a good show. I was talking to, I'm okay. I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if I asked you this or not. I don't think I did, but like I'm trying to figure out like who thinks which show is better, The Office or Parks and Rec. I, I mean, like obviously you can see. I think Parks and Rec is better in LCS. Parks and Rec is a thousand times better than The Office. Oh, much better than The Office. And, like, I find out that that's actually kind of a minority view. I feel like, like, most people, like, I remember, like, Ian, Jonah, Nick, and Zach, they all say, like, The Office is better by far. Of course they do. And, I I mean, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they do. I mean, it is, 
yeah but it's just it's so much better in like every single way like all the characters right. are better the episodes are better everything and i love the office i've seen both of them multiple times kind of and the office is really funny but parks and rec is just funnier and better and if you disagree with me listener then i don't care well see and that's and that's the thing is like both shows kind of ha- almost have like the exact same premise, the same camera style, right, yeah. but the but the humor is better in Parks and Rec, and the 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 characters in Parks and Rec are not nearly as one dimensional as The Office is. I feel like The Office, yeah. all those characters have one defining feature, and that's it. That's true. And there's no there's not a lot of there's not nearly as much character development as Parks and Rec had, because like... Parks and Rec, I think every character Parks had some development, Parks and Rec even had Jerry. A lot, had a lot better relationship dynamics, a lot more realistic look at things. Again, the humor was better, and they just mm-hmm. they just grew and developed characters way better than The Office did. Yeah, I mean, like, I would say, though, that, like, since The Office did come first, and, like, actually, The Office was based on, like, some weird UK European version. thing. So, like, you know... That doesn't even count because it's, it's from Europe. So <laughs> I mean, really, we we just copied it. A lot of our, if you haven't noticed, a lot of our shows, we looked at Britain's entertainment and said, "Hey, that's a good idea." And so then we just copied it and slapped America yeah. on the front. Made it better. Or like The Office parentheses U.S. versus The Office parentheses U.K. Yeah. You know? But like, just, really, since like The Office. American Office was kind of like the first one of its kind in the U.S. Parks right. and Rec, I think the creators like kind of like took inspiration from that. Britain's and, like, Got Talent. Like, ran with it. So like, they kind of like, like they took all the good elements of the Office and like just like emphasized them a lot more in Parks and Rec and just kind of like, built it from there. So like I got to give Office perhaps uh, credit for like you know made, being the base building block for the Parks and Rec. So like you know, right? Couldn't have done it without the other, but. Parks and Rec is still better, in my opinion. Parks and Rec took the office's structure and made it better. Yeah. It was like the, the guy that the guy that helped created it and wrote it was like, you know, was Mike Schur. And he, you know, he's he's a good comedy writer. Like he did that. He did, you know, the good place. He helps write Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you know, all these really popular NBC comedies. Mm-hmm. And I just think I just think they took that format, you know. Obviously, they put it in a different setting because how how dynamic can you make a paper company versus a local parks department? Right. And just made it better, like Ron better. and like Ron and Leslie's, like the development of their friendship. Like even though they had totally different views of what the government should or shouldn't do, mm-hmm. you know, they were still they still managed to make them really good friends. And like yeah. Ron, and like Ron went from being a total stick up his butt to a very likable stick up his butt, <laughs> you know. And you you kind of get <laughs> where he's coming from about. Things. I agree. I mean, like honestly, dude, like Ron Swanson might be like, if not my favorite, definitely like top five of like my favorite fictional characters, like ever. Right like, up there with like Spider Man and like you know those guys. Like he's definitely up there, like my top five yeah. characters ever. Well, and you and you realize once you go back and rewatch the okay. You know how usually, you know how usually shows start off like pretty bad season one, but then it gets better. You just yeah. have to sit through season one to get through to a better season two. All of season one, Chris Pratt playing, uh, <laughs> him playing Andy, 
was a total asshole. Like he was the worst. Yeah, he was. Because he was because he was Anne's jerk boyfriend yeah. there for a little while. He was a total douche dick. But then, but the, but they liked him. But they liked him so much. They were like, we got to do something different with this character. You can't. Yeah, and keep... he wasn't even supposed to be there the entire time. He wasn't time. even supposed like, to be there full time anyway. He was only it's like guest starring Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, he was only supposed to be there for a short time as Anne's boyfriend. But then, but again, they liked Chris Pratt so much. They were like, we got to keep him on. Yeah. But how do we fix his character? And so then they were like, we just got to do a complete 180, make him a really dumb goofball. He's just a little idiot. <laughs> a, to- a, a total dumb goofball that has all the best intentions, but he's just really not smart. And, you know, and then that totally changed the, I think that helped change the entire tone of the series, to be honest. Yeah. Because imagine what, the, imagine, just imagine what those, what all those, what is it, seven seasons? Imagine what all so. seven of those seasons would be like if Andy was a complete asshole. Yeah, that would have that would have been a bummer. That would have sucked, wouldn't it? And it, it would have been like how and eventually, like, if they still kept the storyline the same of like him getting to know April and like developing a relationship with April, like I, like, you know, you're like, okay, I know April's the weirdo, but like, how is she still with this guy? Dump him all, you know, you'd be yelling at your screen every day, dump him already. Right. You know, he's a total asshole. But they but they said, no, we gotta we gotta change this. It's not it's not working. And so then they just, you know, character shifted in a whole 180. And they said, mm-hmm. All right, never mind. You're gonna be you're you're gonna be just be you, be goofy and make dumb comments or whatever. <laughs> and that totally also, I think this might be an unpopular opinion, but I also think that with the addition of Chris Traeger and Ben Wyatt in like season four was a smart idea. That was back in like season two, I think. Or was it, it was pretty early on, wasn't it? It was pretty early. I thought it was like season four, but anyway, they really helped pull the show together too, I think. Yeah. They really, they I, really rounded out the cast of characters. I mean, yeah, I always thought that, that uh, Chris Traeger was always like kind of too cartoony, too weird. Um, but like eventually he kind of grew on me. And I think, and I think they kind of, I, like I think they kind of smoothed him out too, because they did kind of smooth him out a bit. That's yeah. how, because that, that's how they wanted him to be played, and that's how he needed needed to be played. But it was, it was, yeah. it was a little too eccentric. So then I think by throwing in a relation, a, a steady relationship with Anne, mm. kind of smoothed him out a little bit. Yeah, that's right. And rounded off his wild and crazy edges. <laughs> I'm and it is kind of, and I'm never kind of happier. Oh, I remember that one. That was, was that the food poisoning one, or is that the? Uh... That's the 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 lockdown town safety drill that they failed. Oh, where they all like have to pretend it. Yeah, I remember that. And one. so he so he catches a thing and he has a little card with skull and bones and he goes, "I'm dead," and I've never <laughs> been happier. Because <laughs> he just Rob Lowe just plays that character perfectly. Oh, by the way, I finally watched that video you told me about. Rob, Rob Lowe goes crazy, and he oh yeah, I just fed Wyatt. And he goes, you know, he returned to Parks and Rec, and then he then comes back and punches him right after the office. <laughs> it's so wild. It's because he's like what so you mean we out of character for four fucking months. What did you do in that time? I was on SNL for a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so out of character of. Uh, uh, what's his, uh, of Chris Traeger, and it's out of character of like Rob Lowe himself. Like that's, that's <laughs> not who the actor is. Right. <laughs> oh my face! Great. Now I'm out of pocket. 
Great. Oh, my face. Great. Now I'm out of coffee. So good. So bad. That's so good. That's so funny. Oh, <laughs> man. That's, I don't know how I. I kind of got thrown off because the. You know the, how thumbnails on YouTube can be pretty misleading. So the thumbnail yeah. of just him winding up for the punch. Was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this two and a half minute clip. And then I did. And I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. It was worth it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Honestly, though, I can never really see Rob Lowe and not really think the bad guy from Tommy Boy. That's where I first <laughs> saw that actor on the screen. Like, I can't not see him as that guy anymore. The guy that, like, uh, like Tommy Boy's like brother-in-law or whatever. Like I can't not see him as that. That's just how oh, I first I met see. him, and that's how I can always see him. Gotcha. I just think of him as I really. I pretty much just think of him as uh, Chris Traeger. I don't. Yeah. I can't see him without being like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally the happiest I've ever been right now. And Perkins. <laughs> Well, aren't you literally, literally just my favorite human being? Oh, man. <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about, talking about Parks and Rec. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, like, hey, it's a good not, show. It's a great show. Yeah. Or the, I love uh, Ron and Diane's relationship. I love that they gave Ron a relationship. Oh, like, yeah, his wife at the end. His wife at the end with the two kids and... Yeah, yeah, it's another like character growth thing because he was like obsessed at first, like obsessed with like Tammy, Tammy one and Tammy two, and all of them. And then he kind of like grows out of it. Relate. And he get, you, yeah, he gets better. See, that's what that's what gets me. That's what gets me about that about Ron Swanson is he's such a straight arrow guy. Yeah, you have to wonder how on earth did he ever get mixed in with the Tammies? Like how? Like like how? You know how did how did a straight? You know. Bare, you know, bare bones, bare knuckle, work, working class guy, ever get caught up with somebody as wild as both Tammies? But then, but then to finally give him somebody like Diane, mm -hmm. who was exactly what he needed in terms of like, you know, that that I always love that scene where they're in the hallway and she's coming to ask him out to dinner and she's like, you know, questioning, don't tell me you're one of those guys that has to ask the lady out. Oh yeah, and he's like. And he's, you know, something about time and day, please and thank you. You know, like, <laughs> I'm a middle school principal, I don't screw around, does that freak you out? No, actually, quite the contrary. So it's just like, <laughs> she's perfect for him. And so I think that's really cool how they were able to give that to him, but still make it feel organic and not rushed. Yeah, that was a, that was a good, good story arc kind of thing. I fixed her pothole. Is that a euphemism? No, it's been great work. <laughs> well, Ron Swanson, you have one very satisfied customer. What did you do for her? I fixed her pothole. Is that a euphemism? Or is he more, <laughs> he's, he's more concerned, like, is that a euphemism? No, it's been great work. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, we're not sponsored by the people who made Fox <laughs> Recreation. Or NBC in any way. Right. <laughs> but hey, Ron NBC, Joe. if you want to give us money, we'll be happy to talk right. about Parks and Rec even more. <laughs> I'll just keep doing my Ron, I'll just keep doing my measly Ron Swanson impression. <laughs> Dear Frozen Yogurt, you are the celery of the ice cream world. Be ice cream or be nothing. 
Zero. Zero stars. <laughs> Wait, I think what you heard was, give me all the eggs and bacon. What I actually mean is, give me all the eggs and bacon you have. <laughs> I'll have the number 12, sir. That's a party fighter. Serves 12 people. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> or also, he'll be fine anything today? I don't know more than you. <laughs> Walk around Old Depot. Oh, man. So Didn't we do this last time we had an episode? <laughs> I don't was know. Was this who Ron Swanson quotes? I don't know. <laughs> Why not? I mean, Nick Offerman's my favorite. Fishing for sport only, not for meat. Fish meat is practically a vegetable. <laughs> I hate skim milk, and I, I also hate lime, or I hate lime, no. and I especially hate skim milk, because it's milk, lying about being milk. <laughs> no, it's water that's lying about being it's milk. water that's lying about being milk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the exact quote, but something like that. I'm a simple man. I like pretty dark-haired women and breakfast food. <laughs> I think that's on here somewhere, too. Oh, the uh, Ron Swanson Pyramid of Greatness. Uh, so, yeah, I remember. It's not, it's not, uh, I can barely hear you. Yeah, it's, it's not on there. That's, I actually seen like that, like with all the text and stuff on it. It's actually pretty cool. Like the top one's like honor. If you don't know what it is, you don't have it, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think it, or it's, I, I think you're right. Like the quote is basically like that. He's like something about, I'm a simple man. I like, I like dark-haired women, you know, something about red meat and I think something else. I don't know. I don't know. Also, my favorite, I think one of my favorite scenes is where he's on Joan's show trying to promote the gala. And Dude, we talked about this particular scene she's on, so she's on much. A, she's on, she just came back from a vendor and he's asking, he's answering people's questions over the, over the phone. Next, next Dude, thing I want to ditch the terrier and get yourself a proper dog. Anything <laughs> under 50 pounds is a cat, and cats are pointless. Come to I was going to say the cat thing. Dog. I was going to say that, but I remember like we talked about that in our last episode. I'm pretty sure it's not the last episode, than the one before. I remember that specifically. We talked about like the dog wrestling 50 pounds is a cat, cats are pointless. And I didn't want to say, but like, you know, <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Alone. Oh, man. One of my favorite Ron Swanson quotes is, uh, it's like right after Anne leaves, like to go live her life with Chris. And he says like, there has never been a sadness that cannot be cured with breakfast food. Like, I love that quote so much. I want to like frame it and like put it in my kitchen and just like have and it then there. have it hype and Like if anyone awesome. said, read that sign and I'll make you some bacon and eggs and we'll get through this. There you go. <laughs> or, the, or the one where they're at the, they're at some like strip club or something and he goes, I'm not particularly fond of these kinds of establishments, but any place with free free breakfast food is a good place for me. <laughs> he like walks over. It's this huge like free breakfast bar, got like eggs and waffles and bacon. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Uh, what time are we at? I think it's been been pretty darn close to now. We st we started a little late. Uh, yeah, that's I, my bad. Sorry. Okay. No, it's it's all good. I mean, my my phone's almost always on silent too, so I get it. I think we probably started around eight fifteen, so I think we're at a little over an hour. I think so. I won't know until I hit stop and then I upload it, so I have no yeah. idea. But I texted you like, "Oh crap! Sorry, I'm running to my computer." At like, 
eight seven or yeah eight seventeen. Yep. So we're probably at about an hour right now. I'd at say at least probably about an hour right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we should really like we should really time these. <laughs> <laughs> well, now yeah, now that it's on Zoom, it's like we that we ne we never have an official way of. Yeah. You know. I remember thinking like you know it would be pretty cool to like support Becky and her like you know podcast company that she's trying to start with like our with like our podcast like see if we can help her out uh -huh. but like we we're so unprofessional in our podcast I know right I don't even think there's any hope for us to Becky for Becky to help us out no like, I, probably like, not her, but, tried, like, she'd be like mm, thanks guys but uh. I yeah. She would nicely turn us down to have some other more professional people on there. Like, I, feel like, I feel like any other podcast is more professional than literally this. Literally, any other podcast. <laughs> literally, literally any other podcast except right. for ours. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's actually true. Like, there are times where I'm like, hey, I don't really want to do it today. Yeah, me either. All right, let's just do it yeah, next week. Right. Tomorrow, if we feel like it. <laughs> We're both hey, really late. Let's do it like half an hour later. That's, yeah. Um, um, on that note, writer, <laughs> well, I, well, one more quick thing before I forget, okay. I wanted to tell you, yeah. I, um, I've been really, I know, t I know times are tough with the COVID and stuff and, you know, we should be at home doing whatever, but I really, I really like the idea of having another tattoo before the wedding. Okay. And I really want, I feel like I've told, I might've told you this before, but I really want like one of those old timey microphones on my oh, okay. on my left forearm and so i called i called this place that does that does good tattoos here in peoria to get a quote and so i i messaged the guy via email or i messaged them in general via email here's what i was thinking and here's the measurements i was thinking the guy i didn't see it for a while but the guy finally emailed me back like three hours later and he said, you'll, you'll want to talk to so-and-so about it, but it would probably be about $700. Jeez. And I went, what? <laughs> like, really? That's here, a lot I'll, of dollars. I'll, here, nobody else will be able to see it. But I just want to show you, I want to show you what I was thinking. Okay. So I don't know if you can see that pretty well. Oh, yeah. Something That's like cool. this. Mm-hmm. But like elongated on most of my forearm, okay. Like a solid, like not. It's kind of hard with the camera, but like somewhere like here to here. Yeah. Like enough so that it doesn't poke out on my wrist, but enough so that it doesn't hit the vein on, on the crease of my arm. Yeah. I measured it like about six in, like about six inches long, and I told the guy that, and so he responded with about six hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars. I'm like, are you serious? And that's not even including like the the like if there's a down payment i gotta tip the guy at the end yeah like that's a lot of oh, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of, of freaking money dude i got that my l tattoo for free you can just do that i know right <laughs> <laughs> adore my battle scars <laughs> like, <laughs> was, i just was so dumbfounded i was like seven hundred dollars no thank you <laughs> yeah but Don't blame me there but that's why I wanted a quote because I didn't want to just like settle for them and say, Oh yeah, they're really good. Right. 700. I was like, I was like, I wanted to get an idea. So like here, here soon, I'm going to try to um, call some other places in the area that are open and operating and say, Hey, here's what I was thinking. 
mm-hmm. what would what would what would this cost ish right. and see what they say because i am not paying 700 for six inches no. on my forearm no thank you i mean like i have no idea how much tattoos cost. how much did your like um i love you by the way tattoo cost uh this little guy this little guy was of course the color cost a little bit extra but this this guy was a um it was a forty dollar it was a forty dollar down payment and then the rest of it was twenty after I got the tattoo plus a twenty dollar tip. So eighty so bucks total. So really it only cost me eighty bucks. See that that seems normal to me. Which is which isn't bad for like one, two, three, literally four words and a heart. Right. Like that's not bad. But like one microphone like maybe it's just because of the details and like the shading or whatever but still mm. i was like seven hundred dollars yeah that seems a little seems a, a bit little pricey, far-fetched though. to me is all i'm saying yeah. that just seems a and i also was thinking about this one but i think it's just too dark i don't know if it's the lighting or the way it looks but i think i just like this one because it looks brighter that one does look brighter yeah so it kind of looks shinier almost in a way mm-hmm. like the, the this lighting isn't doing it any justice but i think it looks shinier to be honest yeah that's look cool yeah but i was just like seven hundred dollars <laughs> like no <laughs> i think you know uh brianna's boyfriend or oh uh brianna got engaged oh really yeah to her now fiance i guess matt on saturday yeah saturday uh-huh. He, he planned it all out and it was really cute and oh. Miranda kept saying that you know if she says yes because she might freak out and say no and if she <laughs> says yes she's getting engaged on Saturday and I was like oh well that's fun and so then she was like yeah here's some of the pictures that they posted um, and so we pulled off a double date surprise with the sunset in the background on the top of a tower near where, where they live and oh. so I was like oh that's really cute so now they're now they're engaged. But he has like he has a bunch of tattoos on his arms. Okay. And like they're pretty big pieces. So like of course it's a big investment. But I just like I almost want to Snapchat him and be like, yo, so this is what I want on my forearm. Look at what this one place says it would cost. Is yeah, that might be the bad idea. <laughs> like, is that really what it would cost to just put this one thing on my forearm? Like no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's a little insane. I'm just I'm not about it. Right. I'm not about that. Um, not about that life. <laughs> and and that's the thing is I don't want to set I'm not setting my hopes up at all because like I got rent to pay for you know the water bill the electricity bill. I got yeah. a, I got a wedding coming up in 52 days, so like I got stuff I still need to pay for. So it's kind of a fever dream at this point, unless all of a sudden <laughs> I get the full time job at Enterprise and it pays really well, and I save all my money, and then I set up an appointment, like you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I get it paid for or whatever, and I and I go in and I get it, but like it's kind of a fever dream at this point because that's just. That's just, I just think that's wild. I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Well, but anyway, so that, who knows how that's going to work. Yeah, you have to keep me updated on that. Yeah, I'll have to, I gotta, again, I gotta look up more 
or like I'll even screw it. Like if, if there's a good price, like in some place in Pekin, I'll drive the half hour. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't want to, I just don't want to pay an arm and a leg for something that's going on my arm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want it. That's not worth it. I don't want to do it. I don't want it that bad. <laughs> right. Like I want it, but not that bad. Yeah. Plus, wouldn't that be so cool though in the picture to like, you know, here's the cool, like, here's the sweet emotional side, but then also like, like, that would look kind of badass to be like, yeah, my like this is what it, like my, cool. you know my two loves or whatever like her and <laughs> communication. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a bigger thing than I'm making it out to be, but like I still think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's it's. I'm just saying. It is pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I'm just saying, but again, seven hundred dollars, no thanks. Mm. I'm not doing it, and I and I haven't even told Miranda that I was thinking about it because she's she's been dealing with a bunch of other stuff lately, so I'm like. I'm not gonna mention it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. Well, it is. So I get nine thirty, and I need to get up early tomorrow. Okay. To work. Uh, ah, curse you going to work early. I know. I want to say work schmirk, but at the same time, I work like schmirk. money. <laughs> right, but also money. <laughs> I don't want to lose my job because I'm rebellious and all that. <laughs> right. The time for rebellion teenage years is over. I must now be. Responsible. Oh, responsible. Like Mitchell, that. not rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I know we keep dragging this on. One last quick thing. Um, the other week, I wa- I finally got around to watching uh, Starship Troopers. Starship what? Starship Troopers. Okay. It's a, it's a 90s... I forget how Netflix describes it, but basically it's a 90s sci-fi... Uh, satirical like comedy type movie where basically basically the whole premise is like you're you're either a civilian or a citizen and you have to get you have to get promoted the only way to get promoted from civilian to citizen is if you join the federation and literally the whole federation's um goal is to kill these um these like huge ugly looking bugs that keep overrunning all the all of their planets and stuff Mm. and like and so it's like you know join the join the join the fight join the resistance and do your whatever and it's supposed to like poke fun at how ridiculous like that kind of militarized society would be like Mm. and i just remember hearing that it was like particularly gory and so (laughs) but i really wanted to see it because i just had heard stuff about it you know and it was actually pretty good. Like, you know, a lot of 90s movies are really cheesy. But like, yeah. it was actually a pretty good movie, like, for the 90s. Hmm. And um, I, I finally got around to watching it. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, that was a little gory. I need a break. Because <laughs> it, <was> like, <laughs> it was like two hours and six minutes long. And I was like, I need a break. Oof. And then I went and did something else. Because I was just like, I need to get my mind off of bugs being destroyed and people being ripped in half. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, just watch I Love Lucy reruns or something like that. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or like you know, or they're making a they're making another Phineas and Ferb animated movie special that's coming out at the end of August. <laughs> oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just gonna just watch that for a good time because I need to, you know, I need to. <laughs> you did de-violentify yourself. Yeah, right. Basically, something like that. Okay, that was that was it. I promise. That's the. Last. <laughs> I just was like, I really wanted to tell him because I was 
yeah, I, well, I finally got around to watching it. So not bad, not bad. <sighs> All right, good show. That was a really satisfying knuckle pop. I just want you to know. No, you thank just you. Went, you just went, <laughs> and it. <laughs> I love when those happen. I try. I do what I can. Beautiful. <laughs> I really hope the mic got that right before we cut out. <laughs> I don't like, know. <laughs> still recording, so there's still a possibility. I know, right? There's still a chance that it works. All right. You ready? Yep. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Gotta get ready. I'm David. I'm Mitchell. And this has been All Things Random. Random. <laughs>